Okay, so we're in the Darim. We are at the Mishnah, and we are on Pehet Amud Bet. What is Pehet? See you on this Tuesday. We're learning the Amarani Darim that Pehet, Masechet Rasaha of Miriam Batistan, Behekire in Umtenaten, Amen, Kenya. So we begin today's daf on. The bottom of Pechet, and we start at the Mishnah. It says in the Torah, Veneder Almana Ugrusha Yakum Aleha. So the Neder of a Almana, widow, or a Grusha, divorcee Yakum Aleha, which means the Neder is not subject to Hafara, to annulment. Ketzad. What's the case we're talking about? Amra. She said when she was an Almana or a Grusha, had any Nazira, the Harshloshim Yom. I'm going to be a Nazir after 30 days. Uh, now, bottom line, at the time that she made the neder, uh, she was a almana girusha. She did not have a husband. Clearly, she's out of her father's domain already. So, therefore, even though she uh, put a delay on the neder, meaning for thirty days, even though she got married within the thirty days, and therefore the neder is actually hal when she's a married lady. She can he can. Uh, the uh, husband cannot be referred to neder because the uh, the time that activates a uh, a neder to make it subject to hafara is at the time of the utterance of the neder. When did she make the neder? We don't care when it's going to be hal. It's true it's going to be hal when she's married, but we say no. We go according to the time that she uttered it, and since she said it when she was uh, uh, a widowed or divorced. So therefore, there is no husband involved, there is no father involved, and therefore there's nobody to be mefed in Eder, and therefore the husband, even later on, cannot be mefed. And it's the first case in the Mishnah. Nadra, let's say she made an Eder, and she's in the Rishut meaning she's married, meferla. Well, uh, the husband can be mefed, even though the activation of the Eder uh, took place uh, after the marriage. For example, Ketzad, Amra Hareni Nazira Laharshlushim. She's married and she says, I want to become a Nazira after 30 days. And the husband was Mefer. Even though she ultimately got divorced within 30, so the halut of the Nede didn't take place till after marriage. Or she became an Almana. It is Mufar already. It's basically using the same principle that we just said, that the neder to be subject to hafara goes according to the time of the marriage. So she was married, so that already uh, gives the husband permission. Now there's an additional case uh, of a lady that made a neder and then got divorced. Nadra Bobayok. She made a neder. She was married lady. She made a neder on that day. Okay, she got divorced that day. And the husband took her back that day. So you have the timeline over here. You have a lady, she's married. She made a neder on the day that she was married. She got divorced same day. She got remarried the same day. So the neder technically is still there. So he cannot uh, be mefer the neder uh, from the time that she was his first wife. Uh, even though it's still his wife, and even though it's still the same day. 
this over here is a law that says that whether he remarried her or whether he just made irusin with her, meaning was just being mekadesha, he cannot be mefed because the neder is considered a neder that was made before the second marriage. And the law is that en ha-ba'al yachon that the ba'al cannot be mefed, the darim that were done in a previous marriage, even though it was his marriage. Uh, and if he only was mekadeshar, so the the law is he cannot be mefed, mefed goes to arus, although he's permissible to be mefended that but only with the father. And here there's no father involved because once she got married, she's out of the domain of the father. So therefore, in no case, if she made a neder and then got divorced, so she was independent for a moment and then goes back to her husband, so therefore they loses, husband loses the rights to hafara. That is the, the, the third case. And the Mishnah gives us a rule. Ze'aklal kol once she uh, leaves her husband's domain and enters her own reshut, meaning she has independence even for a moment, like in this case over here where she got divorced, that's it. The husband loses hapara rights on that net. Now, of course, he could be mefended darim going forward, but he cannot be mefended darim that we're in the first marriage. So that's the, uh, the laws of the Mishnah. Now, we have over here Samran on the bottom of Pechet Amit So we'll read the land here. V'neder almana u'bushaya kum'aleha ketzad amra haleni nezira lahashlushim yom Right? She made the neder when she was married, but it's not going to be hot after 30 days. Even though uh, even though she got married within the uh, 30 days, so the deen is uh because bottom line the time that she made the neder, she wasn't married. The vaday that's the simple shot in the pasuk. If it's talking about when she just was never married, what do I need the pasuk to say Pshita, man who's going to be mefet? It's the hadush is that she was made it when she was not married, and then she got married. The hadush is. The kevan shenadra beoda almana. Here's the key. That's it. She made the neder when she was an almana. For pisha amra she holds the neder hal amid yom kineset lehal mikan. And she was married after at the time that the neder would be hal eno mefer mishum debatar amira azlina. That's the key rule of the mishnah. We go according to the time that she made the neder. Kodem sheniset be enabal mefer bekodmin. And once he gets married, the husband cannot be mefer. Prior the dari, nadra bihibreshut abal that is a mufar the batar shaat amira azdina ben kula ben nukuna. So we take it both ways. In bottom line, it goes according to the shaat of the amira and not the time that the neder is uh, is activated. Okay, and that's the um, that's basically the dan over there. Fine. Now let's go to the let's go to the gemara. Tanya, we have a Braita, Almana Ugrusha. So you have a divorce, we have a Gerusha, Sheamra. Hareni Nezira Lechshe So she says, I will be a Nezira when I get married. Vinny said, okay, and she got married. The Bishmer Lomedi Affair. Oh, 
So the Bishmael says over here, the husband can be referred to their dead, because according to the Bishmael, what's Koveya the Hafara is when the Ned is going to be Hal. It's interesting. Doesn't sound like Amishnah. Amishnah said the Ned has uh, is Hal for Hafara at the time that she made. Here she made it, but she was an Almana. There's no Hafara in such a Neder. But she said uh, it'll be activated when she gets married. The, the Nizirut and the, the, the Bishmael say, no problem. The husband can be mefed, such a Neder. But the Biakiva Omer, lo yafed. The Biakiva sounds like Amishnah. Lo yafed, because part of mommy go at the time that she made the Neder. She made the Neder, but she was an Amanah Gurusha. No chance for Hafara. Okay, that's Gemara says over here, Bissimana Yalali. Okay, which is standing for Yafed. Lo yafer, lo yafer, yafer. Okay, now we know when they're singing those songs, they say yalali, now we know what it stands for. Yafer, lo yafer, lo yafer, and yafer. Now we get to the first case. Eshet ish she'amra. Areni nazira lekshet garish. So, eshet ish, which means she's married. She says, I want to be a nazira lekshet garish when I get divorced. Okay. So she's making the neder at the time that she's married, but she's not to activate till after. When it garsha, Rabbi Ishmael Omer, Rabbi Ishmael comes along and says, Lo yafer. Why? Because bottom line, if you go according to the time of the neder, is halut. When it's going to be hal, it's hal after marriage. No good. But Rabbi Akiva Omer, yafer. Rabbi Akiva says, no. We go according to what she made the neder. She made the neder as a married lady. Husband has rights. Rabbi Ishmael supports his uh, his, um, his shita that it goes when the neder is hal. The neder almana grusha, it's pasuk, the neder of an almana grusha yakum aleha, which means uh, from this pasuk over here, ad shiyehe neder bishat almanut vegirushin. Which means the word neder in this pasuk over here means when the neder is actually hal. Neder does not mean when she made it. The neder means the haluta neder. And therefore, it's the sha of the haluta neder when the neder is hal, which is koveya for this item over here. So that for the Baal will be able to be mefer, a neder that is hal after nisuin. Uh, right? Uh, and he will not be able to be mefed, and then that will be hal after Girushin. So that's the way he's learning the uh, the pasuk over here. almana ugrusha, that the halut of a neder of an almana ugrusha, not, not subject to hafara. That's how he learns the pasuk. Again, veneder meaning a halut of a neder of a almana ugrusha. Because if the neder is hal at that time, even though it was made at the time that she was married, doesn't matter. If the halut of the neder was made when she was almanagirusha, not subject to hafara. And what's the implication? But if the halut was done when she is uh, going to be married, I don't care if she made it when she was a uh, almanagirusha. So then it will be then it will be okay. So therefore, it goes according to the halut of the of the neder. That's the B. Ishmael, Yaqiva, Sabah, no. Hareu Omer, same pasuk. 
נדר אלמנה וגרושה, כל אשר אסרה על נפשה. So he learns the word נדר תמין, עד שיהיה איסורי נדר בשעת אלמנות וגירושין. Which is, when did she make the איסור? Not when it's hal. The איסור of the נדר. And therefore, if she makes the איסור when she's married, so that's it, it's hal. Even the, therefore, that's a subject to hafara. Even though she will get uh, divorced at the time of the halut, or she become an almanah, it doesn't matter. So, by, bottom line, if you want to crystallize the mahluk, you're going to be Ishmael and the Akiva from the Pesukim, how do you learn the word neder in the Pasuk? Neder almanah gerusha. Everybody agrees almanah gerusha in the Pasuk, no hafara. The question is, what's the case? So the B Ishmael will learn neder, meaning the halut of the neder is what she say, almanah gerusha, and that's why there's no hafara. And according to the B, Akiva, no, the Nedid itself was made when she is a Girusha and an Almana. Uh, and therefore goes according to it at the time that it was made, not the Halut. So that's the basic Mahloket. Amar of Hasnam, Manitin Nabi Akivahi. Okay, which is the way we understood it. Pashut. The Mishnah is following the B, Akiva. Then again, Nedid goes according to the time that she made it. So if she made it when she was married, it'll be subject to Apara. I don't care when the halut is, even if the halut is going to be after she, she divorced. And if she made it when she's divorced, even, even though uh, the, the halut is going to be after she's married, no, no, no hafara. Bottom line, we go according to the time that it was made. That is the way that Hazda understands the author of our Mishnah. Abaye says, Abaye Amara Filu Temara Bishmael. Oh, it's over here. We can say that the Mishnah is following. Ibn Yabi Ishmael. Now, how is that possible? Rabbi uh, Ishmael, we just learned over here, uh, understands that it's not when you make the Nedid, it's when the Nedid is Hal, which doesn't sound like the rules of our Mishnah. So the Gemara makes a big, big distinction. But Nitin Talia Nafsha which means, our Mishnah did not, she did not stipulate her nidid on, on if she gets married or not. She stipulated her nidid on, on days, 30 days. So let's, let's take the case of the Mishnah. She was married. So she was married and she says, I want to be a Nazira in 30 days. Okay, now she didn't say when she becomes an Almana or when she becomes a Girusha. 30 days, so she can still be married in 30 days. So the, even the Bishmael will say, since she didn't stipulate on marriage or not marriage, therefore, the Nedid, uh, he can be uh, Mefer. Even though, technically, it didn't get triggered until 30 days later, and by that time she was divorced, it, it's okay for him to make it, because she didn't, she didn't stipulate it or hinge it on marriage or divorce. She stipulated it on time, and it was quite possible that in 30 days she'll still be married. Or vice versa, if she made a nedir when she was an almanau grusha, and she said, I want to be a nezira in 30 days. It happened to be 30 days she was married. It, it, it doesn't matter. The, the nedir is, is not going to be, uh, to, to, not going to be able to be mefed. Because bottom line, she didn't stipulate it that I want to be a nezira when I get married. She said, in 30 days, she could have remained a, uh, a nezira. When did the Bishmael say, you go according to when the net is going to be hal, if she actually stipulated 
when she was married, I wanted to be hal after I'm divorced, or when she's divorced, I want to be hal after I'm married. Then already, Rabbi Ishmael says it goes according to her stipulation when the net is going to be triggered. Here in the Mishnah, she didn't stipulate it on marriage or divorce, she stipulated it on days. And therefore, even Rabbi Ishmael will be more there that the uh, the time that she made the Nedin is Koveya. And the Gemara actually explains this. Shalmu Because it's possible that the days, the 30 days of the Mishnah will finish and she's still going to get divorced. And they could, she'll, she'll be a husband, even at, he'll be the husband even at the time of the Halut. And furthermore, Shalmu Or when she made a Nedin when she was a Almana, the 30 days can pass and she doesn't necessarily have to be married. So therefore, in, in, in that case over here, we will go according to the Sha'at of the Halut of the Nedin. So there's a great distinction between the Mishnah's case and uh, the Gemara's case in Nabi Ishmael. And Abayah is saying that it could even be the opinion of Nabi Ishmael. That is, uh, that is the way the Ran learns it. Let's just read the Ran over here together inside Matnitin. Mani Rabbi Akivahi. And then the next one says, Afilu Tema Rabbi Ishmael. When does he go according to the time that the Nedr is hal? When she stipulated at the time of the Nedr that it should be hal either at the Su'in time or Girushin time. Right? It's impossible for the time that she made the Nedr and the activation of the Nedr to be in the same state. State state of, of, of marriage, which of course she said at the time of marriage she made the nedin and it shouldn't be hot till I'm divorced. So therefore it's clear that it's going to be in two different times. In that case, over the sphere, I'll let it be Shmael Dazina Batar Haluta Ned. But now Mishnah she only uh, uh, hinged it on days, which is quite possible she can be married uh, uh, still at the time of the saying of the at the time of the halut. And she can still be in the same state, whatever it is, either marriage or divorce, after the 30 days. So therefore, Keywords, since it was potentially possible for the Nedir to be hal in the same situation that she is, either marriage or, or divorce. So then the deen is, the nedir is going to be uh, able to be mufa. That is the opinion of Abaye. Okay, now we go to the uh, end of the Mishnah. Now, end of the Mishnah gave us a klal. Now, if you remember, in uh, the Perek Na'alaha Mu'rasa, there was also a klal that was given at the end of a Mishnah. Uh, in Orasa, uh, it went uh, like this. Zeaklal, Kol Atzma Sha'ahat, so long as she never had a moment of her own independence, Abiya Uba'la, her father and her husband, final husband, That was the that we learned in Na'aram Urasa, that as long as the girl never had a moment of independence of herself, and she's an Arusa, 
So then the law is whoever the present Arus is, plus the father, is Mefer de Neder, Meshutafut in partnership. So the Gemara is going to say, Achidush on the Zeaklam. Zeaklam, the Ketanika ben Aram le Orasa, like It's coming to include a case like this. Let's say the father went with the messengers of the husband. Uh, or or the messengers of the father went with the messengers of the husband in order to uh, escort her to bring her to the house of her marriage. Uh, the Mishnah comes and teaches us which means bottom line, even though the father's escorting her to her house with the, with the with the husband. So you might have thought, well, that's it. He's giving her over. No, it's not over till it's over, as they say. And therefore, he can still be even though, again, he's escorting. You might have thought, well, that's like handing over the, the issue to the husband. No, not until he actually takes her to the house and they actually make the nisuin. The mere fact that he's escorting her uh, uh, to, to her house, which is going to have ultimately independence of marriage, the, the husband, the father still has rights. That's the Hadush of the Mishnah. Now, now this pedic is called uh, What is it coming to, to teach us? If you remember, the end of our Mishnah said, When the lady goes out into her own domain, even for a moment, then already the husband cannot be mefit. What is that? Zakhal coming to teach us, which sounds like similar to the one in Aram or Asa. So it says the one in Elunidari, which is Alperik, means to say like this like, let's say the father, he didn't just escort uh, his daughter, he actually gave over his daughter, who was an Aram or Asa, to the messengers of the husband, and they're going to take her to the house. Or uh, he handed over oh, his messengers, the father's messengers, handed over to the husband's messengers over here. And uh, the Mishnah is coming to teach us that the actual handing over is giving up, giving up the shoot. It's like she got married already. And therefore, that's it. Now the husband will not be able to be mefed anymore on Nidarim that were on her because the father's out. And we learned that Naram, when I said the only way her Nidarim go off is in the Shutafut. Once the father gives over, he's out. He cannot be mefed anymore, and the husband will not be able to be mefed anymore because uh, these are nidarim that were made before the marriage and that can only be uh, mufar with the father's joint. And since the father gave uh, the girl over to the messengers or to the husband, therefore he loses his rights, and therefore the husband cannot be mefed as well. So those are the uh, two cases. All right, Abotai, now we go to the Matniti. Uh, now we are going to have over here nine cases of a girl that uh, her nidarim are going to be kayam. That the father will not be able to be mefenidarim or the husband. So there's nine cases. Now the Gemara ultimately will. Uh, uh, can you know contract these cases into three? So it's really three that are nine. The Mishnah gives us the long version, the Gemara will give us the concise version. Uh, but we'll go through each, each, each one of the cases and we'll see how 
every three cases is actually one principle that's uh, that's working behind. And the lashon of the Mishnah is tesha ne'alot. There are nine ne'alot. Now, in this case over here, uh, we have to say that the word ne'alot is labdavka. It's not precise because we're going to see that some of the cases in the Mishnah are talking about a bogeret, which is past the stage, stage of na'arut. Na'arut is before she reaches a, a certain level of maturity. Bagrut is later. So uh, the Mishnah then would be contradicting itself. There's nine na'arot, and then we talk about a boget. She's not a na'ara. So I think what the word na'ara over here just means is there's nine girls, and I'm just calling her a, a na'ara. Borrowed the terminology. So the first three cases over here, that the nedir of uh, a girl is going to be kayam and it's not subject to hafara, is talking about where she is a yetoma behaye abiha. Let's get that terminology. It's important terminology. She is a orphan and her father is still alive. So she's not a, 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 a textbook a definition of, of orphan. Orphan means her father would be actually dead, but it means she has a halachic status as if her father is dead, even though the father is alive. Now we know if the father was actually dead, so then her nidarim cannot go off because she doesn't have a father. And only the father has rights to be mefed in a daddy. But there are certain cases where the father is alive, but she will have a halachic status of a yetoma. That's called yetoma behaye aviha. So the first case is bogeret vehi yetoma, which means she's a bogeret. Bogeret means already she matured. And uh, the way they're learning this case over here uh, is she got married and she became a widow, or she became a girusha once she was a na'ara, and then she became a bogeret, and then what? She made a neder. Uh, so therefore, she is considered a yetoma mehayav. Now, why couldn't you just give a simple case? But she 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 just became a, a bogeret. What's the what's what, 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 what do you have to leave a case over there where she got married and then she went back to her father's uh, uh, house when she was a uh, and then became a bogeret and then made a neder. So the Ran says, She even if she became a bogeret first and then got married uh, and then divorced, that's not considered a yetoma in the life of the father. Right, because she, she, she was out of her father's uh, domain already even before she got married. So we're talking about only a case where she got married, she uh, was an Ara. The father obviously had rights at the Inusin state. When she got married, the father did not have rights. She came back to her father's house when she was an Ara. So technically, the father... Uh, 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 she has a father, but then she became a uh, bogeret, and the dean is the um, uh, even though the father's alive, he loses he loses the rights. Let's read the Ran over there. The Ran says, "Tesha ne'arot d'rehen kayamim hanach tesha kudehu itnu bechlal tlat." There's basically three rules that are working over here. The Ainu yitoma bechayhaav. There's three cases in all. 
uh, father's uh, domain and the Rabbanan and the Mishnah going to give it and the Gemara going to break it down to three. Look at the two lines on the bottom. Bogeret v'hiyetoma shenadra kishihi bogeret v'hiyetoma b'chayyav. What's the case that she's yetoma? Kigon shenisset she was married v'nit almena and then she became widowed on the karchal divorce. The kevan dinisset. The rule is once she gets married, she's out of her father's domain. Right? We learned that once she has freedom from her father, she never goes back. Shuv in the avia reshutba, and even though she went back as a neara, uh, uh, doesn't matter. So the dean over there, the basic principle that's ruling over here is that once she left her father's uh, uh, domain, she's out. So the first case is bogeret vehiyetoma, or neara ubagra vehiyetoma, or she's a neara. And then Bagra, she became a Bogeret. She's considered Yetoma Mechaye Aviha, which means she made a neder when she was in Ne'ara, and then she got married uh, or divorced, and then divorced uh, when she's still in Ne'ara, and then she became a Bogeret. So in this case over here, even though her father's still alive, she loses, he loses the rights. And the last case in this uh, scenario is Ne'ara. Same scenario here. She it was an Ara, she got married, and then um, she went back to her father's house and she remained an Ara. That doesn't matter. When she got married, she's out. So basically, when she got married and came back, and she's still an Ara, father has no rights. She can't, she got back and she got she she got divorced and she went back as a Bulgarian to lose the rights. Or she went back as a Naran, they made a Naran, but she's a Bulgarian, made a but she's a Bulgarian, she's out. Bottom line, the rule over here is once she returns to her father's house after marriage, even though the father's alive, the father loses rights, and therefore uh, does not have the Hernidarim are going to be on her. The next case, three cases are Bulgarian Umet Abiha, Naara Bulgarian Umet Abiha, and Naara Shelo Bagra Umet Abiha. So these cases are actually where the father uh, physically physically died. So therefore she has no father. So then whether she makes the nidah as a bulgarian that her father died, or she's a na'ara, and um, she became a bulgarian, and then her father died, or she was a na'ara that never became a bulgarian, and her father died. So all these uh, cases over here are going to be uh, a real yatoma, basically. And uh, no, no hafara. And the third case over here is talking about uh, just because she's a bogeret. Naara shemet aviha. Naara that her father died. Umeshemet aviha bagra, and then she became a bogeret. Uh, so what's that case over there? Uh, whether she made the neder before her father died doesn't matter, or if she made the neder afterwards. Bottom line, she's a naara. That her father died, so therefore the nedarim are off. Bogeret ve'aviha kayam, or bogeret and her father is still alive. Naara, and she became a bogeret ve'aviha kayam. So in these cases over here, the issue is bogeret. Once she becomes a bogeret, uh, it's over. And then the so again the three principles that that are working over here are if she left her father's domain to get married, so she's out. If a, she stayed in her father's domain and her father died, 
uh, or she became a bogeret in her father's uh, life. Well, that's the best, best, the best, the three different principles here. The Biuda is another case, which I don't think Tanakama argues. The Biuda Omer, if he marries his daughter off when she's a ketana, then it became divorced, and came back, she's still a ne'ara. And the darim are on her now, and the father cannot be mefed, because again, the chetush is that a nesu'ah that returns back is not only on a ne'ara, but even a father that married off a ketana. Maybe you would have thought that if he married off as a ketana, you know, she comes back to him, but the Hadush is she does not come back to him. Therefore, in all cases, uh, she loses rights of hafara. Now the Gemara says, Amar Yehuda, Amar Yehuda. Okay, the Mishnah is the Yehuda that gives nine cases. There's three Na'arot, three scenarios, and they are Bogeret, even if father's alive, Vietoma, or a girl bottom line, whatever she made on and she became an actual Yetoma, Vietoma Bahayaab, or a Yetoma when her father's still alive, which means she got married in between. And when she got married in between, even though her father's still alive, okay, what she is when she comes back, the, the Darim are off the father and therefore uh, cannot be mefed. And the Dan says, Right, which means the, the nine in the Mishnah actually uh, contracted into three scenarios. Right, that's, uh, that's today's doubt. And this is brings us to the Mishnah. I'll let you know my schedule for tomorrow. Uh, we'll see exactly if it's uh, before or after. I'm on a time change tomorrow for a couple of days. But Bezat Hashem will let you no, the time we have two more dapim. If you're traveling, don't forget to take your uh, nazir with you as well, because that's coming next. Okay. Baruch Amen. 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 Amen.